happening this is Zisai Rodriguez host of the Daspination podcast where I cater to the professional working man 40 and above who's looking to make positive changes to his health lose weight and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes I'm here to share inspiration tips and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet so today we'll start the discussion off with six science-based tricks to motivate yourself into productivity in our first segment and then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about how to turn ordinary core exercises into full-on ab sculpting cardio workouts before we get into that if you'd like to continue the conversation and get on over to podcast.daspination.com vip to get on the vip insiders community where i share more entertaining behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star reviews and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much it really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters and now let's move into our first segment healthy conversations so in this week's installment of healthy conversations we're talking about six science-based tricks (laughs) <laughs> to motivate yourself into productivity. So have you ever spent more time talking to yourself into doing something than actually doing that something? <laughs> I know I have more times than I'd like to admit, actually. And so if you're like me, then you know how hard self-motivation can be, whether it's procrastination, distraction, or um, you know, plain old you're not interested. <laughs> Let me assure you that the struggle is for sure real. It is real. That struggle, it hits me all the time and it's, it's a thing, you know? But luckily, there are some tricks that can help get you moving in the right direction. You see, science-backed principles of persuasion can be the simple push that you need to really get stuff done. And here's the thing. Self-motivation has a new urgency in these pandemic times when time itself is so distorted. I mean, come on. You can't tell me that you haven't lost track of what day of the week it is more than once since this whole lockdown started, especially if you're working from home. And if you truly (laughs) haven't experienced this, like if you truly have not lost track of the days because of some system that you're using, then please, by all means, drop that in the comments right now because (laughs) I want to know and so many of us need to know. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us 
need to know your secret, you know, because here's the thing, <laughs> you know, many of us are missing the cues and structure found in a typical workplace. And that being said, anything small that you can use to get yourself going can be super uber helpful. So go ahead, drop that in the comments. Let, let us know your secret. If you have one, I'd love to hear them. You know, let, let's, let's share the love. But if you find yourself struggling to get shit done, as I find myself so often, <laughs> then you might want to try one of these six tricks that are backed by science. Now, the first trick is, uh, you know, just five to get started. Now, here's what I mean. When you're trying to persuade someone to do something, one tactic of persuasion is to make it simple for them. You're not trying to change their mind. You're simply trying to make it easy for them to say yes. So try using this simple science back technique on yourself by agreeing to do just five of something it is that you need to do just to get started, you know? Not only is it simple and real and a realistic goal, but it gives you the illusion of it being easy from the get-go. So you essentially reprogram your brain to say, oh, I can do that. That's simple, you know? That's no problem there. So here, here's a few examples, like just make five calls to get started, or just read five pages to get started, or just send five emails to get started, <laughs> you know? Or my personal favorite, just five little burpees to get started. <laughs> Because we have to remember that in most cases, 80% of the problem is simply getting started. So by making that initial step easy, that initial um, entry point, like if you make that simple, you're not trying to change your mind or convince yourself to do something. You're simply doing what you need to do to get started. And you'll most likely build the momentum to do a lot, a, he a heck of a lot more <laughs> once you actually get started. So the second trick here that's backed by science, <laughs> uh, set interim goals. So setting goals is how many of us achieve the things we want the most. But goals in the in and of themselves, they, they're also they, they can also be daunting, you know, when they're way too big, like writing a book or losing 40 pounds, you know, so persuade yourself to get moving by setting smaller interim goals, such as, you know, writing a chapter every week or losing two to three pounds per week. Something small, something tangible and, um, you know, easily attained. This will keep you motivated to continue on because here's the reality. Long-term goals don't motivate you enough, you know? They can be too much, overwhelming, you know? Like, like something you can't wrap your head around and they'll cause you basically to freak out, you know? But goals that are easier to accomplish can be motivating, you know? And when you see the end of something, you instinctively kick harder to get to that finish line. And now the third item is to make a public commitment. So posting your intentions on social media can also be motivating. It's kind of like holding your feet to the fire, as they say. It gets you moving and into action. And this has to do with the behavioral science that watched people are nice people. <laughs> so a public commitment is like being watched, you know? You you certainly won't want to lose face or, you know, look bad in public in the public's eye. And so for this to 
work, your public commitment persuasion tactic, that proclamation uh, in public, you know, it has to involve specific goal setting. You can't just make this bold statement that you're going to write a book or run a marathon or something like that. There there has to be some merit to what you say. So, you know, for example, if, if you've never written a book before, then it probably won't be that effective to, to just come out and say, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to write a book and um, the, yeah, <laughs> keep an eye out for it. You know, you need to give more specific details like a time frame or that you plan on finishing a chapter this week alone. You know, something smaller and more specific is better than a large and general announcement, you know? And so the fourth little science-backed hack is um, take breaks. Ah, that's a simple one. <laughs> it's another cool trick, though, for getting more stuff done, you know? It, it, it's simply to take breaks. Because listen, the brain and body are not meant to work nonstop. They're not, <laughs> you know? So for whatever weird reason, we have this idea that powering through is the best way to get stuff done, as if it were a sign of our worthiness. But we've got it upside down, fellas. And we believe that amateurs take breaks and pros don't. And we all want to be pros, right? But this is insane. That's insane. Professional athletes know that taking breaks, that doesn't mean you're straying from great performance. They know that it's actually part of the performance. Simply put, your drive to get more done will increase if you simply take a walk outside every afternoon. Think about that. Go out for five or 10 minute walks with someone you like talking to about, you know, something other than work, (laughs) you'll see that suddenly whatever you were banging your head over uh, your keyboard about, like that'll, it'll basically resolve itself. Trust me, you know, get, get out there, get walking, get some oxygenated air, you know, some fresh air into your lungs and watch that oxygen work magic as it hits your brain (laughs) and your brain releases, you know, the thoughts and then just starts cranking away and resolves whatever issues you have, you know, but it starts with taking that break buddy seriously but the fifth thing is uh you know set some deadlines so having a looming deadline can be you know this it can be a good motivator for committing to action you can set them yourself or even leverage uh, deadlines given to you by a manager or a co-worker a business partner um <laughs> shit your spouse you know it really doesn't matter they they ultimately help turn an abstract into something concrete you know instead of like something dull and nagging you know something in the back of your head telling you, uh, hey, you got to do something, you know, it, it turns it into a concrete. And, and all of a sudden, your brain does something magical once it knows that it has to do something by a certain point. You know, they also provide the power of endings. So just like with the goal setting, it really helps when you see that finish line ahead of you, you know that you're right there just about to finish. But be careful, you know, if, if what you're working on has something to do with creativity, because this is what I found is that, you know, if you're working on creative work, you have to be careful with deadlines. They can actually squash your creativity (laughs) rather than enhancing it. You know, same goes with severe deadlines. They can basically kill your motivation. So just like the goal setting, set yourself some realistic deadlines and watch what happens. And the sixth science back trick is to reward yourself. So there's something magical that happens when you set aside a small reward for starting and uh, completing something. 
<laughs> and it could be it could be as small as a cup of your favorite coffee you know like like something as small and tiny as 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 your coffee or as lavish as as a vacation you know it's really up to you but the trick is to line it up with the goal or deadline you're trying to reward yourself for so for instance if you're simply setting a goal of losing two to three pounds per week then reward yourself with something of equal or lesser value <laughs> as they say like a slice of cheesecake with one of your meals after you've hit your goal and uh you know i mean of course if you're trying to lose weight then you might want to choose a better reward than cheesecake but listen with so many of us working from home during the pandemic the structure and time signals of traditional workday are gone so if you need something a little boost to keep you motivated you know you might want to think about that and so having some tricks up your sleeve that can help you motivate yourself can be an important tool for boosting your productivity and reducing your stress overall. And once we return to normalcy, just think how these simple tricks will help you stay on track to hitting your goals. Think about that. Way after we return to what we would call normal or, or normalcy, you know, like if, if you start these habits now, they'll continue once we get back to normal once we return back to that quote-unquote normal way of life <laughs> you know think about it so with that said and done let's move on to our second segment mighty man so in this week's installment of mighty man we're talking about how to turn ordinary core exercises into full-on ab sculpting cardio workouts yeah <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with you guys today. I'm constantly looking to cut corners with my workouts, you know, not in a bad way, but as far as efficiency goes, you know, my goal has always been to get as much bang for my buck in as little time as possible. This is why workouts that incorporate full body moves and, uh, you know, hit routines, um, that, that's why they've been my go-to workouts for the longest time now. I actually kind of find them fun and exciting, almost like playing at a playground on the monkey bars or something like that. Like that's, that's how I feel about them. So imagine how surprised and excited I was to find out that you can turn any core move into a double duty cardio burner just by simply adding, are you waiting for it? <laughs> just by adding weights. Yeah, you heard that right. You can pretty much turn any ab or core workout into a cardio fat burning session just by adding a tiny dumbbell. And now we're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about 15, 20 pounds. Like that's that's already way too much. You know, we're talking about anywhere from one to 10 pounds. That's it. That's all you need. So basically transforming your crunches into a true strength building and heart rate spiking workout is is literally as simple as picking up a set of dumbbells <laughs> you see because adding dumbbells makes the moves more challenging which will raise your heart rate and that extra load basically changes the whole dynamic and difficulty of the exercise which again it also increases the heart rate it basically creates a uh, you know a situation in which your heart rate has to increase in order to oxygenate the working muscles by increasing you know the the blood flow to them so the next time you drop down into a you know set of sit-ups try grabbing a set of light weights and again you really don't need all that much weight to change your dynamics all you have to do is grab your weight and hold it behind your head or on your chest just under your chin <laughs> you know easy peasy and this is a great little move 
to help you check off core and cardio workouts off of your list for the day is the simple weighted crunches. Another workout uh, you can convert into a power workout are, uh, you know, toe touches. Think about this. <laughs> They'll go from regular boring old toe touches to weighted toe touches. Yeah, baby. So this will this will hit the entirety of your abs and you'll work up, you know, a serious sweat in the process with this weighted move. So again, it takes traditional toe touches to a whole new level. So this is basically what you do. First, you're going to want to lie flat on the ground while, you know, holding a dumbbell over your head and then simultaneously raise your legs and upper body as if you're trying to touch the weight to your toes. Boom. <laughs> Keep your legs straight and try to get your head and shoulders off the ground but make sure to keep your lower back glued to the floor so that you're you know working your abs and not your neck we're not trying to strengthen your neck and shoulders we're trying to hit that core your abs you know what i mean and here's another one a weighted side plank now the regular or traditional side plank is great for balance and strengthening of your shoulders arms core um and your legs obviously <laughs> and and you generally start at a plank and then flip to one side or the other for a side plank you know and then obviously you know you want to make sure to keep your hand and shoulder aligned with each other uh your hip leveled and in a straight line with the rest of your body and your feet um you want them stacked on top of each other or i guess yeah you, i mean you can stagger one in front of the other just think of like a t formation or a cross you know where your arms and your body come together in a, in a t formation that, that's what you're looking for and here's a little pro tip for you if, if your feet are staggered make sure that your top leg is in the front position not the back position <laughs> and that the toes of your bottom leg are touching the back of the foot of your top leg and that your toes are pointed forward at a straight 90 degree angle if you can try angling your feet so that your toes are pointing to your shins and there you have it it's pretty straightforward really <laughs> and so with this move you can easily up the impact of your traditional side plank just by holding a weight in your top arm and extending it high over your head and then to make things even more challenging yeah i'm going there you know you can switch from one side to the other every 10 seconds just swap the weight as you move from side to side oh and here's another variation that'll help burn those love handles rather than switching from side to side just raise your top leg so in a side plank if you've opted for the stacked leg variation simply raise the leg that's on top and see how that hits you nicely in the midsection <laughs> Moving on to another exercise for your obliques, Russian twists. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm telling you, I'm ta we're taking it there. <laughs> but not not just Russian twists. You know, Russian twists are great. You know, they're known for burning out your obliques, and uh, you know you can really kick things up by integrating additional weight. So we're talking about Russian twists with a medicine ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So again, regular twists are done by holding both of your fists together and inter locking your fingers together as you sit with your back at about a 45 to 55 degree angle to the floor and then as the name suggests you twist from side to side you know and, and as you do so you touch your fists to the sides of your hips or if you or if you want to take it to the next level you can try tapping the floor with your fists 
It's really up to you. But that's just the regular Russian twist. We're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about turning it up, you know? So just hold a dumbbell or weighted ball at your chest and try to touch the ground or your hips as you rotate your body from side to side. So now you're doing, again, you're, you're in that same seated position, twisting, but now with either a dumbbell or a weighted ball. Ooh, oh yeah. Watch how that hits you in the obliques, I'm telling you. I've done this at the gym in one of my group classes and let me tell you, this bad boy is a killer. It'll, oh, it's a burner, but it, it, it's it's a good one, you know? You can even take this a, a few steps further simply by raising your legs into a tabletop position. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so good, I love it. Oh, and if you're using the ball, you can also try slamming it down to the ground on each twist. Now this one is super advanced, but I've seen it done and I can only imagine <laughs> how much that's gonna burn, <laughs> you know? But if you're if you're not at that level yet, then I suggest sticking to no more than the tabletop. That's where I'm at right now, and uh, th that alone hurts so much. Or I should say it hurts so good. <laughs> Positive thoughts positive thoughts anyway another killer exercise converted into workout in itself is the dumbbell wood chops this is a great one because you can easily add weights into your standing ab routine with dumbbell wood chops with this workout you literally use a dumbbell to imitate the action of chopping wood or you know chopping down a tree of some sort now one thing I have to say with this move is that it's pretty easy to hurt yourself if you do this one wrong so pay close attention to the technique you know there's a lot of technique and form that you have to keep in mind so first when you're lifting your dumbbell uh, aka your imaginary axe you want to make sure you don't overextend in the lifting portion of the movement you know and then building on that when you're striking with your axe um, I mean uh, your dumbbell don't I repeat do not hunch over or round out your shoulders what you want to do is as you're swinging up you want to make sure you twist evenly to the one side and pivot or come up on the ball of your opposite foot. Keep your chest proud to engage that midsection. And then when you bring your axe down to strike the wood, make sure to use your midsection to control the swing and bring it down smoothly. Not too fast, but not too slow either. <laughs> a nice comfortable rhythm is what we're looking for here. So to be clear, we start on one side from your shoulder, let's say your right shoulder, right? And then uh, and, you're, and you're pivoting on the ball of your left foot. And then you swing from that position downward towards your left foot, crossing past your chest with the movement and pivoting from the ball of your left foot to the ball of your right foot. Again, nice and easy, comfortable rhythm from up to down and across and then back up to reset. And then obviously, you can switch that up from starting up over your left shoulder and ending down by your right foot while being on the ball of your left foot. It's the same movement, just you're starting from the from your upper left shoulder, coming across your chest, and ending down by your right foot. And here's, here's another tip to level up this exercise. So if you want to turn it up to take it to the next level, you can add in a nice stable lunge or what's known as a, you know, a split squat. You want to add that to the mix. And so with your left foot out and your right foot behind you, remember to keep on the ball of that right foot. You know, use your proud chest to help keep your midsection tight. Bring your axe up over your right shoulder and then chop down towards your left side, going over your leg as you lunge.
lunge down. So again, start at the top right, start lunging and chopping at the same time and ending your chop with your axe uh, over to the outside of your left leg and then bring it all back up to reset the movement and continue on from there. This is a this is a great little intense workout right here. I got some really good feedback from all of you on the video I shared where I demonstrated this movement for you and you all agreed with me that this move here really hits your obliques and lower abs as well as your upper body and definitely leaves your heart pounding. So I'm glad you enjoyed that. You're welcome guys. <laughs> But moving on to the last movement I have for you today is a simple yet very effective low plank weight transfer. So if you're bored with, uh, you know, with your with your basic planks, this rendition of a plank is just what you need. It's just what the doctor ordered. So first you start from an elbow plank and place a weight in between one of your hands. Use that one hand at a time to drag the weight across your body from one side to the other. So if you're starting with the weight in your right hand, simply take the weight and place it gently on your left side and return to your low elbow plank. Then grab the weight with your left hand and simply place the weight on your right side and return to your low elbow plank. Simple, 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 yet super effective at burning up your midsection, your shoulders, etc. You know, I'm telling you, you'll definitely feel this one in your core and your abs after your workout. And because this is a cardio abs workout, you'll definitely notice how fast your heart is beating by the end of the workout boom win win efficient workouts you can do anytime anywhere and if you don't have actual dumbbells you can pretty much use anything as a weight we're not building up to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime or anything like that like that's that's not our goal you know we're just trying to make our workouts more efficient and maximize the time the little bit of time that we spend or the little bit of time that we have and it's so that we can get the the results that we want you know so you can use anything from different sized cans of soups all the way up to a small toolbox you know and if you think about it these odd replacements for weights are actually better because in real life think about it these are the types of things you'll be lifting so why not practice lifting them in a controlled manner in like in a controlled environment right something to think about <laughs> there's no excuses my friends <laughs> Well, anyway, with all that said, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about protein powder. Does it actually work? So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share even more raw, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice, fat, juicy five star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. 
It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Until the next chat, take care now and bye.